Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. And we are back here uh, at episode I don't even know anymore. Leah, where are we 34, at? maybe? 34 sounds know. like a great I, number. I think we're getting high enough now that it's like, eh, no big deal. We're doing another I'm podcast. just happy we're... Yeah. <sighs> happy Tuesday. Awesome. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing great and had a great weekend. Leah, what did you do this weekend? Um, what did I do this weekend? What oh, didn't I was, you do? I was rocking the mom duties this weekend. Um, okay. My daughter is a competitive cheerleader, so we had her showcase this weekend. Um, and then, um, just did stuff around the house, did my normal training stuff, nothing crazy. How about you? Uh, so I went out Saturday morning and ran with one of my best friends here and for my personal life. Uh, one of my best friends here in town is a Purdue grad. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a Purdue online grad. I finished it's It's a really technical story, but anyway, we went and ran the Purdue half marathon this weekend. Oh, fun. Uh, had a good time. Didn't run it super competitively. Kind of hang back with my buddy. Right. Still ran like a, like a one fifty. Um, hey, good time. But, but then uh, Sunday morning I got, I've got such an eclectic group of friends and, <laughs> um, and just because of, like even you and I, I wish I could even make a podcast just about every single one of my weird friends. Um, but okay. I got to go run with my local run group here in town and get to see one of my old friends, Andy Miller, Okay. who Andy Miller um, has his own podcast called the creative pep talk podcast. Okay. He's an illustrator. He's worked with like Nickelodeon, Yo Gabba Gabba, um, oh, Converse, fun. Nylon, um, done a lot of big, big, big projects. And now he's got his own podcast with like, over 5 million downloads and has jo- Gordon Joseph Lovett on it and Joseph oh, Gordon nice. and um, right, right. just freaking crazy stuff. But it's like so cool to like be in this world where running is like this unifying thing that we all like, you know, you guys want to go out for a Sunday morning run? Yeah, that sounds really good. And we all just go out right. and run a 10K. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. Oh, Absolutely. that's the other thing I did this weekend. I forgot I volunteered at the Bacon Run. That was awesome. The bacon run, yeah. Bacon, all the bacon you can eat. Come on. <laughs> I I like bacon. Is that um is that still ran by, or was that Garfield? The Great Ameri- it is Garfield okay? It, well, this one was not his. Um, it was okay. the competitor to what his was. I don't know if he's still doing it now that he's back with Spartan. Yeah, yeah. Um, he you, he was doing it for a while there. Though. He was, he was. So, so this was a this was a different, just little local one. So, it was fun stuff. We volunteered and. You know, we've said it before, y'all. If you guys are in the sport, in the community, 
volunteer to race, whether it be before your wave, after your wave, or this one. We didn't even run. We just went, ate bacon, and volunteered. So it was awesome. And you know what? Like, talking about volunteering, uh, let's go into this week's episodes. We brought in Yancey Colt, and this sounds like an event I want to freaking volunteer for. Hire us. Yes, this is an event I am going Holy to. Holy smokes, this, guys. Yes, <laughs> this is High Rocks, y'all. Um, the very first um, High Rocks event on American soil was this past weekend. Um, Miami. And it, in Miami, and it was a collaboration of OCR kind of takeover. We had some big names in the sport show up. Um, on the men's side, we had Hunter, we had Isaiah, Bracken was there, Fracken, Bracken, Kemp was there, Jack Bauer was there, Ryan Kent was there. Um, basically, it was a throwdown. The all-star who's who of men's obstacle course racing was there. On the except women's Adkins. side, except yeah, Adkins. except Adkins. <laughs> on the women's side, we had notable faces of uh, Faye Face and Corinna um, Coffin. So yeah. it was the first event. Um, <laughs> It went off. I mean, like all first events, there sounds like there was a couple issues Yancey will go into, but Yancey was there front and center for all of it, and he gives us the lowdown. Absolutely. Without uh, further ado, let's go over to the phones. And we... Hi, Yancey. <laughs> hey, I don't know what happened there. So. <laughs> it locked up for a second. How you doing, bud? Good, man. Good. Um, so Yancey, just this past weekend, went to a new thing. We actually heard about this um, on an earlier podcast with Hunter. And he yeah, was talking we about talking this. talking about High Rocks. Mm-hmm. So this was so- the first High Rocks event in America. It's been around in um, Europe, predominantly Germany. Um, mm-hmm. For a little while now, and this is the first event of I think three for America we've got coming up. Is that right, Yancy? Actually, more than that. Between now and the Berlin Germany World Championships in April 2020, we have we have New York coming up. Okay. Right? Chicago, Dallas, uh, Los Angeles. Minimum of four. The if you go if you're at HighRocks.com, you'll You'll see kind of an open window on on the schedule. That's a Dallas race, and I, funny story, true story. I'm I'm having dinner with the High Rocks team Saturday night after the event, and I'm like, guys, what's up with that that Houston date got pulled? And they're like, Dirk Nowitzki, you know, here's the German connection. Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. saw that we were coming to Houston, and he Dirk said, no way, well, you got to transfer it to Dallas. I have a key to the city. If I tell them to come, they will come. So that All is right. no longer in uh, in Houston. That uh, that will be announced this week as a February date in Dallas, and people will be able to sign up for that. But the next Holy one is smokes. about eight weeks from now in New York City. In New York City. So for okay. those of you guys who are not aware yet of what High Rocks is, basically it is a um, – it's a rodeo course meets <laughs> right meets CrossFit. It's a functional fitness all around test, and it's comprised of um, eight fitness stations and eight run portions. And the athletes will go through a set determined course that doesn't change. Um, and it is a one k run followed by a functional fitness followed by one k run followed by the next thing. Um, varying exercises from sled pulls, sled pushes, lunges, burpee broad jumps, 
Um, what else am I missing? The skier uh, is one. Rowing. Wall balls and rowing. Yeah, farmer's carry. And if you want, I'll go down, quickly go down through the exact standards. Yep. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So there's two divisions. There's the High Rocks men and women, which think Spartan. That would basically be the open division. And then you have the High Rocks pro. And so it's, okay. as as Leah said, it's 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 an eight-piece workout. A thousand meter run followed by a fitness station. And those fitness stations are skier across the board that's 1000 meters no matter if you're open or pro oh god the, the sled Ugh. pull yeah so you know you're looking at even for the top level there you're looking about 345 to to four and a half minutes even for the yeah, pros exactly. you're spending five minutes there if you're an open waiver to uh, yep, okay yep, okay five, okay five plus min- minutes the sled pull okay. is a, the sled pull and the sled push is 25 meters down and 25 meters back so a total of 50 meters that second station is a sled pull that's a 175k kilogram sled for the pro men. We're talking big kg. numbers here. Okay. Yeah, these are heavy, heavy. Yeah, sleds. three, three eighty-five plus the seventy-pound weight of the sled, and I'll get into it a little bit. But there was a oh, tiny geez. bit. Probably the only hiccup on on Saturday was was the sled pull and push. Oh, and I'll get into sure. that in in a little bit. But the uh, the pro women is a 125k sled. That's a uh, the 275 plus the weight of the sled. And then the the open men, all the open men weights are basically this. They are the same as the pro women. And then the the open women is graduated down a little bit from the pro women. So there's basically three weights of the sled pull, the sled push, the farmers carry. The the lunge weight, the weighted lunge weight, and the wall balls, and all okay. of those standards, you have three weights. Um, so it's it's actually it's actually pretty easy to to grasp once once yep, you see yep, yep. Let's see forward. the numbers. Um, that, that four station is the burpee broad jump for everybody. That's eighty meters. The rowing is a thousand meters, just like the ski erg. Okay. Farmers carry is two hundred meters. Uh, it's a long farm, a long heavy farmers carry. Lunge weighted lunge is 100 meters, and the wall ball is times 100 reps for everybody except for the open women, which is 75 reps, and that's a a 9k kilo for the men, which is basically 20 pounds. 6k yeah. for the women, the pro women, and the open men, which is basically 14 <clears throat> pounds, and the 4k for the the open women. It is knockdown, drag out, Dude, awesome, okay, so fun to watch. Real quick question. Do these obstacle do these stations change per event? No, no, hundred percent standard. Let me give let me give you so okay. a fun okay. a fun piece of the answer there. Christian, uh, the the owner founder from Germany, he was a decathlete. That's his background. He was a very okay. high level decathlete for, in, in Germany, and he wanted something that was extremely standardized across the board kind of like decathlon scoring you know anybody in the world you go you do your 10 events and you've got this score this total number and you can compare your score across the, the world yeah and he really wants that standardization he wanted that standardization and that's why you know they they tried to come up with uh eight events that could be standardized and yeah, you, you can know, standardize there, the shit out of this yeah you know there's a there's a few things you know a few some gray area with burpee broad jumps and yep, um, yep, yep. And, and, but other than that one move, and even that we're, we're working on a couple of things behind the scenes to make that really standardized and easy to judge. 
but as you know, you know, anytime you can take out the judging factor as much as right. possible, you really put yourself in a great situation. And it, it's pretty close right now, even though judging is, is definitely needed. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> well, I, I and watching watching the live feeds, I have to say it was encouraging. You know, it, it, was, it was very similar to the CrossFit Games. There was a judge with every athlete and they were no repping them and they were, you know, if you stutter stepped on your lunge, it was no, no back up. So, you know, they, from what I was able to watch on the live feeds, they, they definitely were taking it seriously to ensure that there was as little variability as possible. Yes. And on, you basically have five events that are are going to be, you know, the, the skier, the rowing, uh, the, farmers carry event events like that it's black and white yeah you know yep. when you look at wall ball like, uh, weighted weighted lunges and burpee broad jump those are the three that you have to be uh very careful on with the judging and yep. th- there there were some mistakes made a saturday um and it's, it's going to be it's going to continue to be to be Always cleaned are. up a, a little bit but i'll tell you what it was for their very first uh race here on u.s soil um it was that they did a darn good job with the uh, with the professionalism of how you know I got to check this out when it comes to Chicago. I'm pumped. I had friends actually messaging me today. Um, so so quick question: What do you have to do to qualify for the elite right now? So right now there's no qualification. They're letting anybody that wants to race elite a race pro race pro because how the world championships right. works is all the races that happen between now and April 2020. Mm-hmm. When those races are finished, the top 30 across the globe, men and women that raced, they had the fastest time. They will be your 30 qualifiers for world championships. And kind of like – Boom, standardized uh, credits. I like it. You know, for the right. uh, – kind of like for, for qualifying for Tahoe, for example. Let's say you fall into the – you've qualified. If you don't register, then you there's kind of a drop-down system. The next person mm-hmm. at a certain point can take that spot. So it's going to, you know, this very first race out of the gate, we had a ton of high-level guys show up. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was awesome watching, watching the it guys. Not- you know, it was like the, the entrance of the OCR world. You know, you had so many top OCR guys. I mean, Hunter was there, Isaiah Bracken, Matt Kempson was there. Um, you know, what's you the have- prize per, per purse look like in Germany? I'm going to go ahead and ask. I'm, I'm just going to ask the table here. <laughs> Um, for, for world championships, I'm not a hundred percent sure. It was twenty five hundred, a thousand and five hundred for the pro wave. Uh, That's money. Pro men and women. Yeah, yeah it wasn't bad at all. Now there was a five thousand dollar prize purse on the line if anybody broke uh, Imka's or uh, world Lucas's the re- the world record. record. Okay. And, and so, so there's a little, and I'll give you give you some backstory here. There's. You have to picture, you know, like let's say we're on a 400-meter track, extremely standardized. All their setups are, are in a convention center floor. So yeah. it's impossible to duplicate the layout to a science. So a couple of things came into play Saturday that, that, that came into play in the previous nine races in Germany. The transitional running, you know, after you finish that 1,000 meters, you're going to have a standard entrance into the functional fitness area. Yep. This was a, a long rectangular convention space floor you take a square area and a different different size area and the the transitional running could be longer or shorter the world record was short was set on a course that had 
a little shorter transitional running zones. Okay. And and one other side note that, that came into play, and um, basically when they when they started setting up here in the states, they bought brand new carpet for the sled. Yes, tank. it was and, very uh, noticeable. And what happened was the the traction was not as good as the traction on the German carpet they've been using. So when you look at the splits of like Lucas, for example, his world record attempt, he, it took him about two minutes and 10 seconds to do his world record attempt. It took him almost four minutes to do his sled push uh, in Miami. So long story short, even if you had really good shoes, there was still that carpet for, you know, for various reasons created um, more friction and, but the traction was actually worse so you had, you know, one of the strongest females in the field, Krenna Coffin, her traction was not good. And she actually had the slowest female time on the sled push by far, which that was wow. an event that should have been very good for her. Yeah. So they, they quickly yeah, recognized yeah, yeah. that that was a mistake on their part. And it, you know, best case scenario, they would have had time to test that out. They just didn't. And, you know, they, they admitted that was a, a, a mistake on, on their part. And in New York, you're going to see a, uh, a carpet where, they just don't want shoe traction to be a massive factor they, they, you know, that just kind of really pulls away from the standardization. So oh, yeah, it's, you're eliminating yeah. variables. Here. You I'm could watch it. Trade. It's, yeah. Uh, when you watch I it, understand you can definitely see the impact that the carpet had between the athlete's feet just sliding and mm-hmm. then the sled just getting stuck basically on the carpet. So as the athletes were pushing it, it was basically tipping over almost because it wasn't moving. Yeah. Yeah, you had uh, Hunter McIntyre, by far the biggest guy in the field, mm-hmm. and, and probably the strongest. You know, he had the fifteenth fastest, fifteenth fastest. So that was uh, yeah, I saw but that. But again, that's something that uh, they had. They had two small hiccups. The, the the carpet was definitely hiccup, and they actually forgot to uh, uh, over in Germany what they always do. It still worked pretty well, but they have you. You obviously have you have tons of people out there on the course, which it's really cool how efficient they have it set up where they can have approximately 3000 people go through without having congestion. And it was hard. it's hard to see how that could take place until you were there, but I get it. But on that 1000 meter uh, course, what they'll do is they'll put, they'll kind of market where you have a fast lane and a, and a slower lane and it events some of the congestion. So you had a little bit of bobbing and weaving going on as the pros were, we're kind of uh, weaving Figuring through there. the, the yeah. open racers, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But yeah, they have a good system to to mark to mark the course. <clears throat> okay, okay. So now, as an athlete, you know we we watched these 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 athletes perform this weekend, and there there was definitely some high hopes for the OCR athletes, and you know they delivered. Um, there was definitely some struggles, I think, that I think, you know, surprised some people between Corinna with the sled and Faye mm-hmm. with the wall balls. Um, yep. You know, going into this now as an athlete listening about this new event, what is your take on preparing and training? Can an athlete do both at this point between OCR and be successful at High Rock? So really neat uh, uh, way of looking at this is – Let's look at pure OCR. Let's look at pure okay. CrossFit, and let's look at the, a, com, a combination hybrid of, of Spartan, or o, o, I should say OCR and, and CrossFit. We had very high-level athletes that fall in all three of those categories. Lauren Weeks, an athlete that I coach, high-level CrossFitter, pure CrossFitter. She did do TMX last year, but for the most part, high-level CrossFit athlete. She did very well, almost won the dang thing. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You know, she was really strong at things like the wall ball, for example. So were hybrid athletes like Hunter and Isaiah. Um, and you had pure athletes like Ryan Kent, who did really well, and Faye. They're pure OCR athletes, uh, minus something like the the wall ball, which which hit both of them really really hard. They both mm-hmm. still finished high, but you saw, there was this glaring example of okay, the pure OCR athletes need to work on a few things like wall ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the pure CrossFitters are, are, are you know you take a Lauren Weeks and you take uh, Isaiah, two people. It's like you know what. My running improves a little bit. I'm going to be ridiculously relevant no matter who shows up. Oh yeah. In in, in this event, Hunter we know is a good hybrid athlete. Uh, it was no no shock that he was able to win. Lucas comes from a he's got a CrossFit background and just he's just a badass athlete. I'm telling you, he was Lucas and Imka were I think the the, the U.S. athletes will kind of admit that they maybe overlooked them a little bit. And there was a lot yeah. of athletes that thought we were going to be under the, the world record that they were going to be under the world record time. I will say the sled pretty much blew that up. It wasn't going to happen. You know, you saw, as I told you, Lucas was two minutes off his time on sled, but that, you know, there, what makes it so cool is it's so non-subjective and black and white is once you simulate it, you're going to quickly find out. It's like, you know what, of those eight stations, I've got to spend a lot of time on these three, for example, the, the smaller athletes, like a Derek Yorick, a phenomenal runner, an athlete that I coach, is like, he's got to work on his sled push, and he's got to work on, you know, some of these these strength stations. And when he does and gets better, he's going to be ridiculously relevant. And oh, yeah. that, that, that that athlete that leans on the, the bigger, stronger, more powerful athlete, like a, a Lauren, uh, is she she's a good runner. If she tweaks her running just a little bit, works out in a little more, she's going to be ridiculously relevant, as I said, no matter who shows up. So... There's a pretty broad range of athletes that can be, you know, let's say Nicole Merkel showed up tomorrow. Obviously, mm-hmm. Faye and Nicole Ooh. kind of similar, two very strong runners that obstacle pretty darn well. Faye showed that, hey, I make a few improvements out there. I can be very relevant. Yeah, you all, you she could do really it. good. Faye yeah, dominated the first they you know, could do really three well. quarters of the event. You saw her lead time just increasing, increasing. I mean, at what point she was, I think they were saying a minute and a half in the lead. And then it all kind Holy of, smokes. The, yeah, it all kind of fell apart in the wall ball. She got to wall ball with a 75 second lead and it, the wheels just completely came off. And Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, pretty similar, you know, Ryan, he was going for broke. <laughs> probably went in a little hotter than he would have liked to. And we had done some simulations, but he just, he just broke down. It took him probably twice yeah. as long as, as it needed to. Um, but there is, I mean, I could sit balls. here and name, yeah. I could name 30 more athletes on the male and female side that if they showed up at a, at a, at a race tomorrow, high rocks race mm-hmm. tomorrow, they're going to, they have a chance to do some damage. You know, Bracken knows exactly what it needs to work on. Um, athletes on the female yeah. side know exactly what they need to work on and you know it, it, it this hasn't been announced yet but you know we're doing some fun collaboration um and, and we may be announcing some stuff soon maybe not there's no guarantee but you know we're collaborating spartan and high rocks you know we're collaborating on the back end uh to to to, to do some fun things and it just kind of gives That's so cool you know you take you take the stadium athletes all the people mm-hmm. that fall into that you know like an orla and corinna and and uh, Cassidy, for example, athletes that come in, they're going to be really good at, at high rocks. And uh, 
you know, top level CrossFitters yeah. that are good runners. They're going to be really good at high rocks. But mm-hmm. what we, what I like about it is as Christian, the reason why Christian created it is like you, it's black and white, man. You get that mark for the most part. And you're going to be able to compare how you, how yeah. you fly across the board globally. Well, and that's nice too when you talk about races that, you know, have different qualifiers for a main event. You know, when you compare different races like an OCR, you know, someone who qualified at this dry, humid race versus someone who, compa- you know, who qualified at this muddy, cold race. You know, there's so much variation. Whereas with this, the, the, the workout is the workout. It's a lot in the same sand. thing. And it's, you know, it's no matter where you're competing, what state you're competing or country, it's the same event and you know where you stand and yep. you know where you can improve and there's no surprises. They have some pretty neat, um, they've set it up really neat in a way where just about anybody walking the planet can compete because they have a team division. They have a male team, female team, and a co-ed okay. team. So what? how that works is... Uh, you, you know, Leah, let's say you and I go out on, mm-hmm. on course tomorrow. We get to pick and choose who does what. And, and oh, that's say, nice. You know, we could break oh, up. So you split we, it up? We could break certain things up. Or, or Jacob, if you and I went out there, you know, you could do half of this what? and I could do half of it. Or I, I don't. So can, can you split a workout like like yep. the both of you can do like half the half the row or something? Exactly. Oh my oh, God. wow! That's that's so tagging nuts. in and out. That makes things very interesting. Yeah, or let's say you, we know you're a really good rower, and I'm a, I've got great grip strength, and I can go unbroken on the farmer's carry. You take that, I'll take this. We now we oh all. Oh my God, the, that's crazy! We all have to do the run together. I should say I don't know exactly. I, don't catch me lying here. I I don't want to speak for the co-ed team. I don't know how. I think you have to commit if you're going to do the guys' weight or the girls' weight for the co-ed, and because that wouldn't work, you know, because the sled weight is different. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I think either the girl or the guy has to say, okay, I'm doing the sled push or the sled pull. But mm-hmm. or um, like your um, like your wall balls there because the weight varies there. Yeah, so if you've got a, okay. a a friend that's a really good runner but not real strong, you could still go do the race with them. And uh, and have have some fun out there. That's and, so interesting. And, re- and really and truly, the 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 open men and women's weights. You know, I would say ninety percent of everybody right now signing up for a Tough Mudder or a Spartan race or you know the t- typical Savage or whatever, they're going to be able. It might take them a while, but they're going to be able to handle the weight. So, and, and it makes for a nice graduation. You know, at you let's say you do a year on the open division, and now you can graduate up to the go give that elite go, division, yeah. the pro right. division, a uh, a try Run for its money. Yeah. And what they do, they did a really good job. Like the men's way, there was about, I think there was about 60 or 70 that signed up for pro. What they did is, you know, there's no perfect science to this, but they took all of the known top elites and they made sure they were all in the exact same wave. So you could, you could really kind of tell how you were side by side. If you yes. saw some of my stories, like that skier, for example, I mean, there was like 10 badasses on the skier, oh, the sled push, the sled pull. Yeah, it yeah. was nuts. No. It was awesome. Like Cassidy did an amazing job streaming it. It was hard to find some other streams as it, you know, live. And, you know, she was able to show some of these, you know, the angles of these guys just powering through some of these events oh, I mean, yeah. the, on the skier. Yeah. It was just, just ferocious. I mean, it was really cool to watch and on the sled push and, 
you know, just seeing them watching each other and feeding off of each other. And, you know, it was a really fun event to watch. Absolutely. I think, I think the one, you know, I, I try, I was trying to compare it to things and, you know, if you ever go to a stadium race, it's, you know, for the pro men and women, that's about a 25 to 30 minute knockdown drag out. Effort. Yep. I mean, they are zone four, zone five the entire time mm-hmm. turning yourself inside out. Well, this is more than double that. Yeah. And, you know, from a coaching perspective, you kind of have to shift uh, your training a little more to speed. The intensity your strength, is just so much higher. Strength and power endurance. Like, you know, everything, yep. the shortest event out there is the farmer's carry. And that's still it's heavy. Minute, minute and a half to two and yeah. a half minutes of total time. Uh, everything else is out, you know, two, three, four, five, six minutes of sustained power. I mean, strength and power endurance. So, I mean, talking to athletes afterwards, interviewing open and, and, and pro athletes, it was like, wow, there's just no, there's no rest out there. You are just, you know, you're, you're the gas is to the freaking floor the whole time. It makes me throw back to um, the old Mud and Obstacle magazine that they had out back in the day. And they had some of Hunter's workouts there that he called Red Line Workouts. Mm-hmm. Where he would do like, he would go run or he'd go like be on a, a rower for like, you know, like a minute. And then jump off and do like five thrusters. And then jump back on and go crazy. But it's just a little mm-hmm. bit longer version of that. But man, it's like yeah. seeing that kind of stuff is just a powerhouse of like. Oh, a combine yeah. between the running with Spartan and everything, and then, um, and then you know you've got you've got like the CrossFit element. It's it's like Tough Mudder X, but standardized, and I, right. I love it. As an I engineer, mean, I love is, it. This <laughs> yeah, you kind of have right in Hunter's wheelhouse. I mean, like oh, when the, yeah. when we, they announced it and we saw this coming. I mean, athletes that are true hybrid strong athletes like Hunter and Isaiah, particularly. You know, mm-hmm. they're the ones that you hear this. And you're like, oh, they're going to do great. And sure enough, they did. They came and they did Absolutely. off. No, it really gives us. It's a great point. It gives us, you know, if you look at the bookends, let's say we have Matt Frazier on one bookend and, I don't know, 145-pound John Albin or Cody Moat or Hobie Call on the other bookend. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, it's athletes in the middle of that that are going to. And that's a big, I would say, 80%. That's a huge area. You know, let's say 20% from that far left bookend and 20% in from the Matt Frazier bookend, it leaves a massive number, high percentage of athletes that with a little bit of specificity can be very relevant in high rocks. And the fun thing is they have uh, they have five-year age groups. The first is 16 to 24, but after that, it's five-year age groups all the way to 70 plus. Wow. Wow. So, you know, that that's a, you know, they had a pod, they had a podium for all those age groups, which is really neat. And I crazy spectator friendly. Now you probably couldn't. Oh yeah. You can't have a ton of people in there, but they had a massive lane. I'd say probably five meters wide and about 150 meters long where you could walk up and down and see 80% of what was, was going on. There was a couple other spectator areas. I've talked to them about building, you know, if you did one scaffolding area where you could get like up get and over, a layer up. Oh, that'd yeah. be awesome. And like get over to the other side and create another spectator zone. It's, it's really, and truly it's one of the most unique things. I literally at the last second decided not to race. Cause like, I got to take this in from a, from a coaching perspective and a fan yeah. perspective. Cause I want to be able to talk about it. I'm so I'm out there kind of sitting around the middle, sometimes in the spectator area, sometimes actually helping high rocks 
navigate the logistics of this. And every five seconds, you're like, oh, there goes Matt, there goes Bracken, there goes Hunter, there goes Isaiah, there goes Jack, there goes Ryan Kent, there goes Lucas. There, it was just like all around, there was somebody. Everybody got somewhat spread out, but you could do a you could do a 360 and see seven or eight high level athletes very close to you, which was crazy cool, man. You know what it also reminds me of though is, and this is this is pulling way in the vault, so keep up with me here. Uh-oh. Hobie Calls Coliseum Adventure. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh! Yes. That was before I right? was race. That's that's old school. There. This reminds me so much of Hobie Calls Coliseum Obstacle Course Race Adventure. Well, and kind of Extreme Nation. What? Yeah, his, exactly. His vision was. Yep. I did. I did that Extreme Nation event of. It was me, David Megiddo, Pat, oh my God. and Glennis on a team. <laughs> the <and> one event. <laughs> he wanted that. He wanted that to be much more spectator friendly, kind of like High Rocks was. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I I I should backtrack. I put Hobie on that far bookend. I bet you money. Hobie, because Hobie is such a cyborg. I, I guarantee you right now, if Ryan Atkins, I, I did say if Ryan Atkins would have showed up Saturday, I. I'll go as far as saying I almost guarantee you he would have been on the podium and would give it Hunter a run for his money because probably Ryan is you such a gamer so? and and he would have been well, he's a he's much Ryan bigger. is a freak man he if you remember when he took second at TMX and shocked yep. all those CrossFitters that's yep. true I'm telling you right now he would have been the best runner out there except for Derek York yep and he would have he would have been able to hold his own on the weights yeah on easily. the weights. And Carries. some of the weights, some of the weights, you know, he would have, I, I think he would have been top three on some of the, the fitness stations. And really and truly with a little bit of specialization, I think you're going to be, be able to see some of those athletes that are uh, maybe a little, lean a little closer to that left bookend I talked about, mm-hmm. could come in and do very well. I mean, Ryan Kent, if his wall balls would have been faster, he... Yep. He He'd probably takes as long as it took Lucas to do his wall balls. Ryan Kent had a phenomenal chance to take second place, but he actually dropped back to fourth because Isaiah went right. cyborg mode and did his unbroken. Right, right. Oh, so, nuts. as a coach, then you know, seeing what you saw, and you know, obviously now this is going to be sparking some interest. As a coach, what do you tell people that are you know starting to get some interest in this and want to see what they can do? How do they prepare? Yeah. So I've already I've already talked to Ryan and Jack, two of my athletes that were there and who were on Yancey Camp, and we're we're literally going to launch, you know, hey, if you're interested in High Rocks and you're interested in Yancey Camp, team with Ryan or Jack, because a lot of the bonus work we're gonna be doing is gonna be High Rocks specific. And most athletes that like to lean towards that that Spartan Stadium type stuff, or maybe OCR WC three K, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. a little more of your more powerful, faster, explosive athletes. It, this is going to be a great event for them, and really and truly, from a coaching perspective, I don't have to make any massive adjustments to my pure stadium racers. And, and really and truly, we don't talk about it a lot, but you know. Ryan knows that his specialty is is stadium, but he's yeah. he's always gonna he's always gonna jump in and see how he does at, at world championships. He's 185 pounds. He's a big, yeah, he's dude. A big boy. Yep. And he's, he's gonna, you know, now that we've announced, now that Spartans announced we have a 2020 stadium world championships, now you have this like, oh my gosh, I can kind of create a one program that works pretty darn well for stadium and high rocks and 
perfect yeah, example. Can... Lucas is 100% focused on high rocks. If he jumped into a stadium tomorrow, I guarantee you right now, immediate podium threat. I don't care who shows up. Yeah, yeah that's oh, fair. Oh, sure. Really There's fair. definitely yeah. a correlation there. I mean, you're speaking my language. This is what – this is my – favorite type of racing and you know my focus this year has been the stadium races and you know as soon as i heard about high rocks i'm like okay this is you're gonna be at new, did this i hear you right you're gonna, you're gonna be in new york my plans to come to chicago okay that's okay so we're both chicago. gonna go to chicago this year and check it out then leah yep no that, that's been my plan and i've Dinner's been on me trying to trying to do some work towards it but you know i'll tell you from from my own perspective having kind of shifted my training more towards a high rocks thing i'll tell you those wall balls they suck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wall balls are horrible how many wall balls most is it? most people have never tied together 100 wall balls with the standard oh, weight God. yeah you know it's 100 wall balls you're basically looking at the exact weight that you see here in the in the u.s oh, uh geez. nine nine kilo is almost 20 pounds and six kilo is almost 14 pounds so you know at a crossfit event it's 20 and 14 so that's what you're basically looking at until Mo- like I said, 99.9% of people walking the planet have never tied 100 wall balls together. No. no. I'm telling you right now, it is a soul-crushing yeah, thing. Not horrible. only that, but it's the last station. So your string, it's the your wall- 100 wall balls after you've ran 8K and after you've done seven other stations. Yeah, and you know, there, there's the, the pro and con there. The, the pro is, is that, hey, I'm done. I, I don't have to come back and run another thousand meters so I can completely turn myself inside out. But it's that it's that teeter totter of, OK, if I come in and I'm completely destroyed, how much time am I going to lose on my wall ball? So it's definitely a balancing mm-hmm. act. And, you know, we, when we started doing simulations, I simulated the heck out of this myself because I wanted to just feel what my athletes were going to go through. And here's the deal from a coaching perspective. You know, let's take farmers carry. Well, that's a recovery station, even if you're running with those weights. That's just yep. gripping, gripping forearms. You're going to have a great 1,000 meters after that. But let me tell you something. Burpee broad jump or, or weighted lunges, mm-hmm. that 1,000, that first four or 500 meters sucks after that, yeah. man. No kidding. Yeah. It's not like you're diving right into a hardcore tempo run after doing 100 meters of weighted lunges for the pro man with 30 kilos on your shoulders for the pro women. 24 kilos so um you know that's a uh so some of the basically what i was getting at there's some of those depending on the athlete um you, you kind of get a recovery and some athletes are going to be hit harder than others and so a little bit of that speed endurance that they have coming in might be a stolen from them during depending on how hard they push in that functional fitness station ah, so crazy and i see things like uh, talking back to this, so like it reminds me once again about the basically the Spartan CrossFit combine that you threw down at Tahoe. Just, I can't believe it's only been a month ago. Oh, like we're talking the face off was amazing. The, the face off was mm-hmm. great, but this is like, man, like yep. I could see Spartan trying to do something like this. It reminds me so much of like when we had the race out in Killington the last year and they had like the short course, the short race, or, like, right? Like yep. little, little camera friendly, fun shit like this yep. is it's, it's exciting to watch. Well, <laughs> and it's the perfect marriage, if you ask me, between OCR and CrossFit, because it's giving a platform that will draw both at both types of athletes into. Um, and I think yeah, it's just yeah, going to yeah. be a mm-hmm. great, a great marriage of the two. I think yeah, so you too. can't you can't fake five mm-hmm. miles of running. 
And no, it's, exactly. And you it's, cannot it's right take there. five you, miles of running. You know, it's I don't care how big and strong you are. It's the 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 ultimate neutralizer of of hey, I have to be that. You know, you look at the men's podium, Hunter, Isaiah, and Lucas. Those are three cyborg dudes, man. Yo, and then four, sure. Ryan Kent, the, the top five, Ryan Kent and Matt Kempson. I'm telling you right now, those are five cyborg athletes. They, no, are, absolutely. they are really good. Throw them in any Spartan race, Tough Mudder race, CrossFit event. They're going to be able to, they're going to be able to put up a good showing mm-hmm. no matter what you throw them into. And, uh, you know, you saw a little more of that on the men's side because that men's field was just so loaded. But that's what it's going to, you know, to take. Like I said, the Matt Frazier probably does not go top five if he would have showed up. And the 5K Olympic champion, I can almost guarantee you, he would not yeah. have been top five. So it's just, it's that yeah. middle of the road, yeah. you know, hybrid. And that's the, when they named it Hyrox because they thought the, the, the HY is for hybrid and they just liked ROX, like kind of like, you know, we're going to rock it. So yeah. high rocks. And the Germans, man, what a cool group of people. I got to meet. We've been talking behind the scenes for about two, two and a half, three months about this as we're just collaborating on and making sure we had some athletes there. I mean, you know, just trying to make sure this first uh, event went off uh, without a hitch and um, and just some fun collaboration with, with, with Spartan and, and Joe and the team. And um, they're just a great group of people. And they have I really like where they're where they're going with this. I, I like their 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 methodical vision and, and the business model and the plan that they have. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see, I almost guarantee you that you're going to see a bunch of high level U S athletes in Berlin, Germany in April, because oh yeah, you know, they even there. with Corinna's, even with Corinna's snags and it's like, she was bummed out and, and some of their athletes because of that darn carpet, they were just like, Whoa, this is a neat event. Yeah. It's a, it's a change. It's a fun you know, it was a fun new thing, and I think it. You know, it, it seems very well put on and organized. And you know, Leah, what's the date on the Chicago event? Uh, in January, isn't it? Uh, it is the Chicago event. Give me three seconds here. I, okay, <laughs> I we've got. Uh, I think it's January. Leipzig. We have the next one's Leipzig, and then New York City in December. Essen, November. Okay, Let's Essen. see. Chicago is January twenty fifth. Yep. Oh God! And and then we have Los Angeles, March twenty eighth. Just a that'll basically be the last opportunity for anybody to qualify for Berlin, which is the week later in in Berlin on April fourth. You've got four, five, six events over in Europe. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So keep in mind that the uh, February is going to be Dallas. Awesome. So if anyone's listening and this kind of strikes your fancy, you know, check them out. High rocks. Nice. Um, So want to go. Yep. So it'll be awesome. I'm sure, you know, if you have training questions, Yancy, are they, are you available? (laughs) Oh yeah. We're going to be, I mean, literally starting, (laughs) starting immediately this week within the next, next one or one or two workouts that I, I launch um, for Ryan and Jack's plan those are two athletes and orla orla she darn it she tore acl she's on recovery yeah, right orla now, but, would be great at this oh she yeah. will she you know orla, orla would, be, would be great at this orla will be the third athlete that you'd want to team with on on yancy camp yeah she would have made some noise for sure and she'll be oh, back yeah. she's a rock star oh, mentally. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to start getting prepared for one of the upcoming U S races and you also kind of lean towards that stadium type distance or Spartan sprint or other short, you know, OCR WC three K you're going to want to look at the, the athletes that, that I, that I've named off. Uh, but for high rocks, especially, um, Ryan and Jack would be two immediate, uh, athletes Absolutely. that you could, you could sign awesome. up for. Well, awesome. We appreciate you taking the time with us and. Breaking down it. the high rocks. I can't wait for the next event, and I think it's just going to be continue to grow in America, and it'll be awesome to see some of the OCR community hit it. Absolutely. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. If anybody has any questions, just shoot me a private message on on Instagram, and I will uh, I'll do my best to uh, to get you guys and gals a good answer. Fantastic. Hey, thanks so much for being on, Yancey. All right, you too. Rock and roll. Thank you much. Bye. Wow. That was great. Uh, what a great episode. Um, you coming times. to Chicago? I, okay, so for our listeners out there, that's about the same time my wife is due. <laughs> yeah, so new daddy um, Bosecker may not be able oh to go. Oh my God, but I want to go. Like, I, yeah. I want to go and see this and I want to go see it in Berlin because it's just like, I want to sit there with my camera and help make videos and interview people that are just freaks of nature and then try to finish it myself because here's what I, I kept thinking about Yancey talking in this podcast. A mm-hmm. hundred wall balls. The it's cool thing no is – joke. And it's a line in the damn sand. Oh, for sure. I mean it is the last event of the race always. Yep. It is, it is number eight and it is – you know coming into it, you have a hundred wall balls. And you saw athletes blow up they this suck. weekend. And they're – you know – and I mentioned it in the podcast, there was a judge there and they were no repping them. There was no forgiveness. Yeah. You broke yep, parallel on your squat and your ball had to hit the target. And if neither of those happened, it was a no rep. Yep. So, you're done. No, yeah. No it's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's, oh my it's, God. A, I, it was, I used to be part of Nancy camp back in the day and I was under Miguel and uh-huh. he would do, Miguel was working out a lot with Hunter at the time. Mm-hmm. And Yancey would program into my workouts these wall ball rowing wads. Ooh. And oh my God, I thought like I, the poop was just going to fall out of me that night. Right. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for the next event. So, you guys, well, like, us, you know, like we said, there. check it out. Check out High Rocks. Check out Yancey. Um, drop us a line if you have any questions. And, you know, absolutely can't wait for this event. And as always, we need to mention, of course, our sponsors. Um, this episode is brought to you by Venga CBD. Um, Leah, how do you feel about Venga CBD? I love my Venga CBD. I like my Venga uh, too. Yeah, they're you know we you guys have heard us talking about it. It's you know made by endurance athletes, specifically for endurance athletes. Um, high quality, water soluble. The no best, THC. Yeah, no zero THC. It is water tested and approved. So. Check them out at vangacbd.com slash brocr and save 15% with code brocr. We are looking at making an episode here in the next few weeks. Uh, we had our CBD episode. That was kind of one of our kickoff episodes, Leah. Yeah, it was one of our first ones. Um, and it was still one of our higher downloaded episodes where we talked with Jay and Dave, the creators of Vanga. Um, we would like to bring them back on. We're remixing. So- Yeah, so y'all who are listening, if you have any specific questions or things you want to know about CBD in general or... Message us, we want to to ask them. 
yeah, let us know. We will we will talk about it. Um, we are we're also going to be bringing more and more yeah. on on the scene. You know, we're also going to be bringing on uh, VJ and Heather uh, Goldman, yes, who and are both talk- sponsored Vanga athletes. Turns out they're actually pretty good athletes too, and they're going to talk about out. kind of their experiences with it. So we're going to yeah. do it like more in depth on CBD because it needs to be discussed. Like if we just talk about it. That people are going to look it up more and understand more things. That's good. Well, the bottom line with, with CBD, you know, regardless of the company's education, there's there's so much Absolutely. misinformation Absolutely. out there that, you know, you Agree just need to educate percent. yourself. Um, additionally, Brociar, um, the Supercast is brought to you by Human Octane. Human Octane is the uh, clothing apparel company of Brociar. I love it. It's really great. It's the uh, best we just had Brett. It is. It's some of the best out there for OCR specifics mm-hmm. and trail running. I love the gear. I live in the gear. I'm wearing a pair of the shorts right now. Um, Ooh, you got anything in your snack pack? I have nothing in the <laughs> snack pack right now. Um, <laughs> I had some stinger gels in there over the weekend while I was out running, and that was great. Um, nice. But yeah, check them out, guys. Human Octane. We just had Brent on just a few weeks ago. Great guy. Great company. Check it out. Um, okay. One other announcement, though. What's that? There's a little race that we're going to in March. Yeah, a little cold race up in the Chicago area called. Well, I'm going to it. Yes, you're going to it. I unfortunately, referring back to mom duties, I will be uh, cheering my face off at a cheerleading competition. Um, But I will will be there there in spirit. I'm still waiting on some. uh, We're working on some details with the team over there. We need to start working with the Abominable team a little bit, but we'll be there hanging out, having a good time. Uh, We've got a code for that race, code BROCR. Leah, what's that going to do for you? Um, It's going to save you some cash. Um, Make sure you sign up before the next rate increase. Um, You definitely want to get in on this. And there's also an amazing deal on lodging as well $99 a night on site, walk to the start line. Um, you know, I'm going to talk to the guys about having like a OCR after party. And we've got a lot of other fun announcements yep. for that weekend. But they've also kind of been alluding at something. A special award, Leah. Oh? Did you see it today? I don't think I did. They are going to do what I told them they should do. Which is? King of the Mountain. mountain. Oh, that's right. Nice, nice. So basically, awesome. whoever goes out there and runs the most um, distance that day, just mm-hmm. like Indian Mud Run or anything, um, mm-hmm. you're going to get a special award. If you want to do multi-lap and go out there and run, you know, 24 miles in the snow, cool, awesome. We think you need like a chalice or like a crown. We haven't yeah, you know out what... we are all about our swag here. So oh, there will be something awesome. Yep, absolutely. We think we need to give you like a, you know, a Yeti's paw or something. <laughs> right, right. We'll figure it out when we get there. But anyway, uh, check it out. Abominable Snow Race. We can't wait to go there and hang I can't wait to go there and hang out. Right. And um, use code BROCR. Check it out. And we'll see you out there on the mountain. Um, Fantastic. Anything any else, others? Leah? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, as far as me and any kind of shout outs goes, I definitely want to give a shout out to Ultra um, Shoes. Their newest MT Kings 2.0 are the best out there for OCR running. I have ran several races in them now, including just regular trail running. Um, the improvements they have made to the shoe are just incredible. So um, that is my, my that. number one shoe of choice. I'll give a quick shout out to Honey Stinger. I'm, a, I'm an ambassador for Honey Stinger, and they're actually mm-hmm. – 
Leah sending me some product this week for new Ooh. test runs, and I'm going to be doing Ooh, some prototyping. Honey. I love of... some honey stinger. I'm a big I... fan of the waffles and the and the gummies. Uh, yeah, I, I love honey stinger. I've been using them for about two years now, and been with the team uh, there at the hive. But um, I'm really excited to try out some new prototype stuff and Ooh. new. Um, new goos and honey and gear and stuff. I'm, I'm excited to try some of that out. So anyway, uh, I guess that's all. We've got another episode coming Thursday of this week uh, yep. with the with the side hustle. Um, I'm going to be dropping an episode with Josh Bookert, um, a good buddy. Do you know Josh? I I do know Josh. I'm not very, you know very well acquainted with him, but yes, I do know him. Josh is a great buddy of ours. Um, we basically just have a sit down talk over coffee about what it's like to be in age group compete and still have all your friends there all righty we'll check that out on thursday and in the meantime as always please please give us our you know comments Absolutely. reviews like subscribe to the podcast share it with a friend we um, love you guys please please yep. please check us out and tell your friends and have fun have, have a great week and go run and have a good day absolutely <laughs> until next time i'm leah hensley i'm jacob bosecker you guys have a great week This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Wanna be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that was great. Uh, what a great episode. Um, you coming to Chicago? I... <laughs> Okay, so for our listeners out there, that's about the same time my wife is due. <laughs> yeah, so new daddy um, Bosecker may not be able oh to go. Oh my god, but I want to go. Like yeah. I, I want to go and see this, and I want to go see it in Berlin because it's just like I want to sit there with my camera and help make videos and interview people that are just freaks of nature, and yep. then try to finish it myself. Because here's what I, I kept thinking about Yancey talking in this podcast. A mm-hmm. hundred wall balls. The cool it's thing no is, joke, and it's a line in the damn sand. Oh, for sure. I mean, it is the last event of the race. Always. Yep. It is. It is number eight, and it is you know coming into it, you have a hundred wall balls, and you saw athletes blow up. They this suck. Past weekend, and there, you know, and I mentioned it in the podcast. There was a judge there, and they were no repping them. There was no forgiveness. Yeah. You broke yep, parallel on your squat. And your ball had to hit the target, and if neither of those happened, it was a no rep. Yep, so, you're done. No, yeah, no count. it's 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 good. I mean, it's, oh my it's god, a, I it was I used to be part of Yancey camp back in the day, and I was under Miguel, and uh-huh. he would do. Miguel was working out a lot with Hunter at the time, mm-hmm. and Yancey would program into my workouts these wall ball rowing wads. Ooh, and oh my. god. God, I thought like I, the poop was just gonna fall out of me that night. Right, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. I'm excited for the next event. So, you guys, well, like, us, you know, like we said, there. check it out. Check out High Rocks. Check out Yancey. Um, drop us a line if you have any questions, and you know, absolutely, we can't wait for this event. 
And as always, we need to mention, of course, our sponsors. Um, this episode is brought to you by Vanga CBD. Uh, Leah, how do you feel about Vanga CBD? I love my Vanga CBD. I like my Vanga uh, too. Yeah, they're you know we you guys have heard us talking about it. It's you know made by endurance athletes, specifically for endurance athletes. Um, high quality, water soluble. The no best, THC. Yeah, no zero THC. It is water tested and approved. So. Check them out at vangacbd.com slash brocr and save 15% with code brocr. We are looking at making an episode here in the next few weeks. Uh, we had our CBD episode that was kind of one of our kickoff episodes, Leah. Yeah, it was one of our first ones, um, and it was still one of our higher downloaded episodes where we talked with Jay and Dave, the creators of Vanga. Um, we would like to bring them back on. We're remixing. So- Yeah, so y'all who are listening, if you have any specific questions or things you want to know about CBD in general or message us, we want to tell, we want to ask them. Yeah, let us know. We will, we will talk about it. Um, We are. We're also going to be bringing more and more on on the scene. You know, we're also going to be bringing on uh, VJ and Heather uh, Goldman, who are both sponsored Vanga athletes. Turns out they're actually pretty good athletes, too, and they're going to talk about kind of their experiences with it. So we're going to do it like more in depth on CBD because it needs to be discussed. Like if we just talk about it, it, people are going to look it up more and understand more things. That's good. Well, the bottom line with with CBD, you know, regardless of the company's education, there's there's so much misinformation out there that, you know, you need to educate yourself. Um, Additionally. Brociar, um, the supercast is brought to you by Human Octane. Human Octane is the uh, clothing apparel company of Brociar. I love it. It's really great. It's the uh, best we just had Brett. It is. It's some of the best out there for OCR specifics mm-hmm. and trail running. I love the gear. I live in the gear. I'm wearing a pair of the shorts right now. Um, Ooh, you got anything in your snack pack? I have nothing in the <laughs> snack pack right now. Um, <laughs> I had some stinger gels in there over the weekend while I was out running, and that was great. Um, but yeah, check them out guys. Human octane. We just had Brent on just a few weeks ago. Great guy. Great company. Check it out. Um, one other announcement though. What's that? There's a little race that we're going to in March. Yeah. A little cold race up in the Chicago area called. Well, I'm going to it. Yes. You're going to it. I, unfortunately referring back to mom duties, I will be, uh, cheering my face off at a cheerleading competition, um, but I will, I will be, there be there in spirit. I'm still waiting on some, uh, we're working on some details with the team over there. We need to start working with the abominable team a little bit, but we'll be there hanging out, having a good time. Uh, we've got a code for that race code bro CR Leah. What's that going to do for you? Um, it's going to save you some cash. Um, make sure you sign up before the next rate increase. Um, you definitely want to get in on this. And there's also an amazing deal on lodging as well. $99 oh a night on site, walk to the start line. Um, you know, I'm going to talk to the guys about having a like a OCR after party. And we've got a lot of other fun announcements yep. for that weekend, but they've also kind of been alluding at something, a special award, Leah. Oh, did you see it today? I don't think I did. They are going to do what I told them they should do, which is King of the Mountain. Mountain. Oh, that's King of the right. Mountain. 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 <laughs> so basically, awesome. whoever goes out there and runs the most um, distance that day, just mm-hmm. like Indian Mud Run or anything, um, mm-hmm. you're going to get a special award. 
If you want to do multi-lap and go out there and run, you know, 24 miles in the snow, cool, awesome. We think you need like a chalice or like a crown. We haven't yeah, you know out we are all about our swag here. So oh, there will be something awesome. Yep, absolutely. We think we need to give you like a, you know, a Yeti's paw or something. <laughs> right, right. We'll figure it out when we get there. But anyway, uh, check it out. Abominable Snow Race. We can't wait to go there and hang I can't wait to go there and hang out. Right. And um, use code BROCR. Check it out. And we'll see you out there on the mountain. Um, Fantastic. Anything any else, other... Leah? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, as far as me and any kind of shout outs goes, I definitely want to give a shout out to Ultra um, Shoes. Their newest MT Kings 2.0 are the best out there for OCR running. I have ran several races in them now, including just regular trail running. Um, the improvements they have made to the shoe are just incredible. So um, that is my, my that. number one shoe of choice. I'll give a quick shout out to Honey Stinger. I'm, a, I'm an ambassador for Honey Stinger, and they're actually... Mm-hmm. Leah sending me some product this week for new Ooh. test runs, and I'm going to be doing Ooh, some prototyping. Fun. I love uh, some honey stinger. I'm a big I, fan of the waffles and the and the gummies. Uh, yeah, I, I love honey stinger. I've been using them for about two years now, and been with the team uh, there at the hive. But um, I'm really excited to try out some new prototype stuff and Ooh. new um, new goos and honey and gear and stuff. Oh. I'm, I'm excited to try some of that out. So anyway. I guess that's all. We've got another episode coming Thursday of this week uh, yep. with the with the side hustle. Um, I'm going to be dropping an episode with Josh Puckert, um, a good buddy. Do you know Josh? I I do know Josh. I'm not very, you know very well acquainted with him, but yes, I do know him. Josh is a great buddy of ours. Um, we basically just have a sit down talk over coffee about what it's like to be in age group, compete, and still have all your friends there. Alrighty, we'll check that out on Thursday. And in the meantime, as always, please, please give us our, you know, comments, Absolutely. reviews, like, subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend. We um, love you guys. Please, please, yep. please check us out and tell your friends and have fun. Have have a great week and go run and have a good day. Absolutely. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. You guys have a great week. <laughs>